So, hello to the strategy of optimism. Today I want to talk with you about why optimism is actually important, what optimism is. I will share some details about the different aspects of optimism. You will get my survival kit with the five first steps towards a happier life. And if you say now, hell yes, this is what I need, stick with me here. Because at the end of this podcast today, I will also share a simple but very powerful exercise with you that will help you instantly to become more optimistic. So let's get into this. Well, first of all, why is optimism something we should all care about? Why is it so important? Answering that question, I right away want to recommend you a book. Besides many books I have read in the last 30 years about personal improvement, I recommend starting with a book called Learned Optimism, How You Change Your Mind and Your Life, written by Martin Seligman. It was already published in 2006, but this is a great start if you are new to the theme. I will put you the link in the show notes later on so you can find it easily. Just as a background, Martin Seligman is an American psychologist and the father of the new science of positive psychology. His work draws on more than 20 years of clinical research to demonstrate how optimism enhances the quality of life and how anyone can learn to practice it. Now, I'm a big fan of practicality. And his work offers many simple techniques in order to improve ourselves so If you want to dive in a bit deeper, please have a look. He explains how to break that habit when you want to give up and develop a more constructive explanatory style for interpreting your behavior and experience the benefits of a more positive interior dialogue with yourself. These skills can help break up depression, boost your immune system, better develop your potential and make you simply happier. And that's what we are all here for, right? One of the things they found in his research is that optimism is important for success in life. Why is that? They figured out that as an optimist, you are more persistent. You are able to stick with the process. You are able to move many of the obstacles on your path. And obstacles, I mean, we always have obstacles in our life. When you stay optimistic, you simply see more opportunities. You obviously uh, lead yourself to more success. If we define optimism, it's basically a hopeful outlook for the future. If you think that your future is going to be better than today, then you are an optimist. The law of attraction says that energy flows where attention goes. So optimists are consciously guiding their thoughts to a positive outcome. The difference to an optimist is the pessimist who expects the outcome to be bad and gets fed by all the facts when things aren't working out. A pessimist is actually polluting his environment with negativity which kills motivation and the outcome would be that you are less productive Things will not work out and progress is actually up to none. And since progress is the only thing that truly makes happy, 
the future then doesn't look so bright, does it? And now my logical question is, who wants to be a pessimist? Isn't it more logical to learn every step towards a brighter future? Now, sometimes things are happening in our life that we could not predict, right? I'm not an expert, but if we take COVID-19, for example, a pessimist would drown himself in the disaster of being overwhelmed by the catastrophic pictures and informations. An optimist would see a chance of restart and he would do everything to maintain healthy, stay calm in order to get proportions. He would find a strategy for a better future simply based on the belief that it is possible. Now, I already recommended you a book. We defined what pessimism is and what optimism is. And now I want to share my basic survival kit with you that will help you to become more optimistic if you are not or if you want to become a bit more optimistic even. I want to help you to see your glass half full instead of half empty. You can use it as a step-by-step -step guide whenever situations are challenging. It will help you to keep you motivated. And I would say we start right now. Step number one. If you are in a situation where challenges are pretty high, I recommend, first of all, to accept the situation 100% as it truly is. Take a realistic look at the detail and accept the facts as they are right now. For example, if your car has a total damage caused by an accident, no complaint will help you to fix your car. Yes, it's a shitty situation. Please let your anger out, but don't take more than five minutes. But the fact is that it is broken. If your smartphone fell into your toilet because you just could not put it down, the display is probably gone, right? And you either need to give it to a store to prepare your display, uh, to repair your display, or you need simply to get a new phone. But the fact is the fact. In, Ber in Berlin, we would say, ja, scheiße, laufen wir, which means in slang that you basically need to accept it now and let your anger go. And move on. Step number two. Be aware that the things that have happened are neutral. They are neither bad nor good. We are the ones that interpret whether something is good or bad. And here comes the beauty. You are in the wonderful situation, in the wonderful position that you can decide how to evaluate things. Let's say, for example, you were fired. First of all, this is a fact. And this fact is neither good nor bad. It's just a fact that this employment relationship is now ending. If you decide now that you want to see the situation negatively, then you will probably think badly about your ex-boss and list everything that bothers you about him. Then maybe next um, you will pounce on your worries and ask how the hell you should uh, live on now. But you could also approach the situation differently and concentrate on the positive 
in this situation. You don't believe it? Well, I show you how. Let's go back to our example. To the example that you got fired, okay? You actually could take a few days off. And after all the stress, allow yourself a little rest to recharge and to get some distance. You could meet up with your friends to get other thoughts. You could cook something nice. You could go for a walk or dance out the tension for a moment. Well, it's worth trying. From my own experience, not being born like a happy unicorn, I, I can tell you, you can learn optimism. And with practice, it becomes easier. Believe me, I was born into a very, very negative environment and I needed to learn optimism. And over 20 years, over 30 years actually, of learning steps, learning techniques, improving, I tell you, there's always a way. Use this time, if you are in a situation like that, use that time of sudden silence to ask yourself what you really want to do in your life. Because maybe you don't want to work in this branch anymore. You may also recognize that the industry is actually great, but you don't feel like being employed anymore. And you'd much rather pull off your own business, being self-employed. And then you would no longer have to deal with superiors and their lack of leadership, right? Maybe you really want to change um, the industry and want to get away from the computer and work more with people. For example, I don't know, maybe you want to become a gardener or you want to work with children. Another idea could be to live in a different city or in a different country, just like I emigrated to Israel 10 years ago. These are all just examples. And with these examples, I just want to remind you that the medal always has two sides. No matter what situation you are in, ask yourself, What is positive about it? And what can you learn from the situation? Just take a very practical approach. Step three. Always focus on what you can control. Negativity often arises when people focus on things that they cannot change. They blame themselves for things they have done wrong in the past instead of taking responsibility. But we live in the now. And now you can learn how to do it better and choose to do the right thing this time. Avoid asking why. Like, why did it happen to me? Skip this question immediately because this is just a magnet for negative answers. Again, use your strength focusing on everything that you can influence. So you no longer react to the circumstances, but you act. And when you act, your brain has to look for solutions. Solutions bring progress. And progress 
makes you happy. Okay, at step four, I invite you to look at your environment. Informations and people influence your thoughts and feelings enormously. Control the consumption of the information you take in instead of just letting them overwhelm you. It's the law of attraction that energy flows where your attention goes. So be careful what you're focusing on. Another thing is to control which people are in your life. Remember that we are the average of the five people in our lives that we spend the most time with. Instead of wasting your energy in useless situations, and it sounds a bit harsh, but bottom line, it is actually that. Do something that is good for you. If you spend your time with people, let them be positive. Or if you are alone at the moment because you are cleaning up your life, Go swimming or cycling, walking or doing some sports, drawing, reading an amusing book. Spend quality time with your kids. Get yourself a puppy that makes you laugh. You know what I mean. Whatever makes you happy. Whatever works. Step five. This is all about your thoughts. If you ever catch yourself having negative thoughts, don't be too hard on yourself. Just accept the moment without feeling bad. And then guide your thoughts very gently again back to the positive direction. As if you were steering a boat. Gentle. Simple. Easy. Kind to yourself. For all Harry Potter fans, do you remember the scene when Harry realizes that he carries the same evil energy like Voldemort? He talks to Dumbledore and tells him about his fear and asks what he can do. And Dumbledore says calmly that we are all provided with both poles, with negative and positive energy, with negative and positive thoughts. And we simply have to decide which energy we give more space. Okay, these were the five steps of my survival kit. In the beginning of the podcast, I promised you a simple exercise, though, for more optimism right away. So here it is. Guide your mind to gratitude. What are you grateful for? No matter at which state in life you are at the moment, there's always something or someone to be grateful for. Write down three things and stick them to a mirror so you can see it every morning after you woke up. Just try it. Okay, you guys. A positive life is just one decision and a few steps away. These steps of the survival kit are accept the situation Decide to look at things with a positive eye. Focus on what you can control. Control your environment. And gently redirect your thoughts in a positive direction in case you drifted to the negative pole. And my last tip for today. We always 
feel better very quickly when we help others. Well, I leave you to that sentence and let you think about whom you could help at the moment. And it would be really interesting for me if you would send me a message or leave me a comment. How did that go? I'm pretty, pretty sure that you would experience um, yeah, a positive change. Okay, friends of a better life. <laughs> If you liked the podcast episode today, please subscribe and rate the post podcast positively. More of me you can find on Instagram under the strategy of optimism. In addition to the regular feeds there, um, there are live streams with different topics every day, including deep talks, Q&As, live meditations, inspirations, The link I will also put you in the show notes. If you like what I'm doing, please recommend me to your friends so that they can also go through a life with more positive impulses. I send a lot of love from Israel out to everyone, wherever you are in the world. Looking forward to welcome you all back at my next episode. Stay safe, stay healthy and be well. <laughs>